Hey, it's Slim, and just a heads up before we dive into the podcast today, yes, we know the audio is a little quiet when it comes to the intros to our segments and also some of the stuff that is played during the segments. That is just a technical issue we cannot get around while broadcasting from home. We do realize it's happening, and thank you to the people who have helped us out to at least get a little bit of the sound to come through there. But have no fear, when you get through like the opens to stuff, our voices will be loud and clear. Thank you for tuning in. All right, there we go. Now we got it. No worries. We're here. It's fine. Uh, welcome, TC. How are you today, brother? Good morning, boys. I'm so good. How are you guys doing? Uh, let me say, let me say this: the sunshine yesterday makes a heck of a difference on your mood, doesn't mm. it? For sure. Yeah, it's super nice this morning too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, TC, I love having you in on Tuesdays. We get to cover a lot of topics, and we get to dive into some country music stuff with you today we get you for the hour appreciate it uh kevin said he is in the Coeur d'Alene world so i want to know what it is like at the house without your roommate um it's good just hanging out keeping it clean you know um and that wasn't a, that was no that wasn't that wasn't a jab at kevin after I, it's just a lot easier when there's less people kevin so, how did you take that i don't take it as a jab because i know who i am <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I do a fine job around that house. The, the only difference is it's it's one person who cooks. The only person who cooks in the house, really. So, but I, I clean my dishes. I that is one thing I am uh, very. I don't. I don't like the dishes being in the sink. And we have a very shallow sink. Uh, it's now the second most shallow thing in our house. Oh. Oh, uh, well, anyways, before we start a roommate fight, look at that. I wow. Would, I would like to dive into some country music talk with our buddy TC. TC. Oh, yay. TC, the number one song in country music this week is? The number one song in the whole USA is Jordan Davis. Dance in a parking lot. Slow like dance that. in a parking lot. Thank Slow you. dance in a parking lot. Yeah. Uh, is it okay? So he gets number one, uh, and I, I thought it was for some reason. I thought I guess I should have known it was that one. I for some reason I thought it was a different song, so I was not prepared. Are you serious? This, yeah, I did, I, and this is why I'm probably a bad <laughs> husband right now. But I did, and the song that did I you really think yeah, because I think I thought next week's song was number one, and I was gonna have Kevin sing it, but that is gonna be saved for next Tuesday when Kevin oh, tells me be. all the things that he can catch. I, that's right, and he, it will be next week, and so you can plan ahead, and Kevin can sing the song he loves to sing to. It's the most annoying song that Kevin sings. Not true. Oh, no, okay, 100%. maybe it is true. It's uh, Brett Young, and I still don't know the words to yeah. it. Catch a ball, catch a plate, catch a dog, the same old thing. Catch a bomb, catch a ball, yeah. catch a doll, and catch a frog. Catch a, are you saying catch a dog or I'm a dog? You, it's the most annoying thing. Oh. It's the number one thing I don't miss about being in the studio is Kevin Man. singing songs with fake words. I'm just trying to catch my breath. <laughs> so that'll be, we'll do that next week. Jordan Davis, his third number one song. That's three in a row for Jordan Davis. TC, is that correct? Three, four, three. It's not nice. too shabby. That's not too shabby. We had him, we had him in an next big thing. We did right after he got going when not a lot of people knew who he was. He was like the opener out of five. I want to go back and look at that lineup and see who's had the most success. I want to look that up at some point. 
It's still awesome. Oh, pretty good. Okay, TC, I did want to talk to you about something. I wanted to get Kevin's opinion on it because when I talked to him about it Friday, he didn't have a lot of opinion on it, but it's been over a weekend. He mentioned last week that there was a lot of new country music coming out last week, including an Ashley McBride album, who I know yes. we've had out at Nashville North. Sam Hunt had a new album out as well, and I think there was one other one you guys mentioned. Another album? Or another song or album or something. You oh, guys... Ingrid Andrus. Ingrid Andrus. Oh, Ingrid Andrus. Yeah, two weeks ago. Yes. Okay. So there's a lot Friday. of new country music out right now. Could I really quickly get some music reviews from TC and Kevin as we are all on quarantine? And I think new music and everything is just so much more valuable during this time than it was even a month ago. So great that in a span of eight days, three awesome albums came out. Like literally three great albums. You know how sometimes you get a, you're you're expecting an album from an artist and you're like, man, I hope this is as good as like whatever the f first or second singles have been. And you know they they've dropped maybe a couple of uh, tracks in advance. They've only released the titles, and then you go listen and you go, yep, everything I expected it to be and more. Uh, Ingrid Anders came out a week ago Friday. Um, and she is probably out of this cream of the crop singer songwriters that are coming out. She's near the top and she sings from the heart and she's so talented. And that album is just a lot of, I don't know, I don't know what the word is, but a lot of maybe songs that a lot of people can relate to because she just sings about her life, which okay. is pretty awesome. I, I had a question and I don't know if any of you guys, any of you other guys listened to that album. I've not listened to it yet. So the only Ingrid Anders song I know right now is the one that we play More hearts than mine on coyote country. Yeah. And I, I really like it. And it's one of my top songs. It was one of my top songs of the decade in country music, but it is obviously very slow and it is a really emotional. Is that how her whole album is? Or does she have like an upbeat? Does she have the capability of doing upbeat songs? Yeah, so just, there's some, there's some, there's a little tempo stuff on there, but I don't, I wouldn't call it, um, like you're not going to get a, uh, it's not going to feel like a Carrie Underwood driving tempo. It's not song. a jam. Yeah. It's not a jam, right? Okay. Right, and I would say that her upbeat stuff, it, it's it's interesting. Like the the one song, like Ladylike, is the yeah. name of her album. It's it's really good, but it her upbeat stuff sounds so. Uh, like it just popped me. Like I feel like it is on a, like it, she's a different genre of music. Like her slow stuff is so good, and it works in country so well. It's just a weird, it's just a different vibe when she goes with the upbeat stuff. And yeah, she's it's... so good at the at the slow emotional songwriter story, whatever. That it, it's, it's it's good stuff. Yeah, and Lady likes a little bit in your face, just in the writing and the lyrics of it. But and, but it's still medium up. But yeah, you're right, Kevin. It feels like it's kind of like not really pigeonholed into anything. Yeah. The very crossover. Okay, yeah. so so that that's one of the options you have. The Ashley McBride. I have not spent any time with the new Ashley McBride, but there's nobody I know who mo in this world who likes Ashley McBride more than TC. So yeah. I, I would okay, love to know what TC thinks, and then if, Jay and Kevin, if either of you have spent time with it, I'd love to know what you guys think about her new album. Uh, prediction, this is a CMA Album of the Year nominee. It's a Grammy nominee for Country Album of the Year. Wow. Because, first of all, she's revered in the country music community, so yeah. that's going to help. And this album is awesome. It's so good. It's a little of something. I mean, it's and it's country. You know what it reminds me of? Like, if you took 
and I was thinking about this last night. He took like some songs that like maybe Loretta Lynn or Dolly Parton would sing, or some '90s Patty Loveless. Um, you know, you got that old school sound, got kind of a '90s feel to some of them, some really traditional sounds, but it's all got that contemporary production. Um, uh, it's just from, I mean, as a country music fan of traditional country, that's not too really twangy, I guess, you yeah. know, I, you know, I, I just, it's just so good that way. And no one, I, I don't, I would match Ashley McBride with any female that can sing a ballad. I, I mean, she, her ballads are, are just unbelievable. It's so well-written. Yeah, I mean, she has a traditional feel without an old-time feel. You're right. I go to the lieutenant of lyrics for an, an opinion on this Ashley McBride album. There is uh, someone on our show who is very passionate about lyric, the lyrics and songs, Kevin Eugene James. Ashley McBride, in terms of lyrics, where does she stand? I have not heard the album. Okay. I, I loved her first album for a lot of those reasons. Her voice is amazing. and Yeah. The lyrics were were great. I have not listened to this album yet because I didn't know if I could handle it. Also, uh, Kevin, well, you... you definitely are the lieutenant of lyrics. You like you know have dove deep into Eric Church's albums and you know just dissected those songs every which way from top to bottom. And you proved it moments ago with that Brett Young song, it, Catch. It is the <laughs> dumbest thing in the world. It, Kevin's the way he listens to music makes me laugh so hard because. He truly does value the lyrics more than anything. And it is, I love it about Kev because he will tell me like, hey, you will like this song, but you really need to listen to the lyrics. And he's right. That will change the song for me enti entirely. The next moment he is singing a Thomas Rhett song about his tea. And I'm like, what? How, what happened there? <laughs> uh, Some Kevin? songs are okay if you change the lyrics because they're not that powerful. <laughs> his song the ly lyrically on this album if you've got a little extra time listen to that whole album and i would suggest doing what i do did uh in your car and turn it up because it's the best way just go for a drive since yeah. it's yeah. kind of our way to get out now and listen to it loud listen to a song i'll give you three songs to listen to lyrically okay uh sparrow stone and there's he, she's got a tempo song there that sounds really traditional called uh, The Last Thing I Need. But the whole line is, the first thing I reach for is the last thing I need. And yeah. she can yeah. write. Okay, so, so, yeah, great album. So here's the deal. I, and I want, there's so many things I want to discuss with you because we're going to get – I want to talk about the Sam album. And I, I think his lyrics – it's the only one I've spent time yeah. with of the three. I think his lyrics I, – I almost think you could say Sam Hunt is a top three lyricist in country music. But I want to get in that, into that in a second. TC, you mentioned something on, I heard you on our buddy Brandon's podcast, and you were talking about country music. And you do something that I'm wondering if it's really rare or if it's not rare at all. You were talking about how you, the thing you appreciate about a jukebox in a bar. And it was weird because when I heard you say it, I disagreed immediately. What? And I thought about it for a second, and I was like, no, that is the greatest way to use a jukebox. And, and how is it that you prefer to use a jukebox? I love to go into a quiet bar, uh, a.k.a. what I would do at the happy time occasionally, is Ding. go um, to the bar, get a cold beer, cocktail, whatever it is. I sit down, and it used to be walk up to the jukebox, but now pull up my phone, 
find some sad country songs, especially if it's been a rough day or maybe reminiscing a little bit or something happened personally in my life recently and just pull up every sad song I can find and basically <laughs> sit there at the bar and uh, get a little lost in uh, some thoughts. Maybe, man, it's the best thing ever. I, to me, that's it's therapeutic. Man. Sad country songs is what made yeah. this format great. And it's therapeutic for me just to sit in a bar and listen to music. And I don't want to be bugged. Don't bug me. Like, I want to sit there, and I just want to listen to music. So I'll, I'll go in. I, I've gone in by myself. And uh, welcome to the club. It's uh, me, and I'm going to listen to some music. And I don't stay long. Sometimes I do, because other people will show up, and then yeah. it turns into a little bit of a party. But I just love listening to music at a bar. I just That's my thing. But it's got to be a smaller bar, and it can't be, like, packed or whatever. You know, but it's just... Yeah, it's, a, it's that thing for me where it's like, you know what? I'm just going to go in and I'm going to have a beer. I'm going to listen to music at the bar. I love it. And I'll I, listen to it. It's just awesome. I disagreed with you so much when I heard it right off the bat. I spent more than 10 seconds thinking about it, and I was like, no, that's actually a really cool thing you do, TC. I, I really like that. It's the opening scene of the movie of your life, though, right? Where you just yep. nice and quiet, just a little bit of sun maybe coming through as it sets through the yes. one little crack of the dark bar in the window. So it's just a little bit of daylight, and you're sitting there at a... Uh, maybe like a old school, semi-worn-out picnic table type yes, table. Yes, I'm telling you, it's it's. We talked about Joe Diffie last week and that song "Ships That Don't yep. Come In." Yep. That song is about him sitting at a bar and some stranger starts talking to him. You know, because they're both kind of sitting there listening to music, and you know, I I think that's why that song I, I love so much because it's just kind of relatable to where you're sitting in a bar by yourself, a stranger. You know, Billy Carrington did it once too. Yes, yeah. he did, and then he became a millionaire. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, sorry, yeah. a millionaire. He became a millionaire. Thank you. Uh, okay, KJ, last week when I asked you about this album, I know you hadn't spent much time with it. I've talked to TC about it a little bit since. Uh, Jay, I don't know. You mentioned that your daughter had been listening to the new Sam Hunt album. Do we have any thoughts yeah. on this one, boys? Uh, yes, actually. Again, I'm going to say the same thing about Sam's album that I said about Ashley's. It's awesome, and it's so – it's like – I mean, it's a 180 from Ashley's album, but again, you've got a guy that I think you said, Slim, is one of the top lyricists in Nashville, and I think Ashley is too because they're just such great writers. Like, there's a that, – that, I don't know. Everybody's talking about a song on there called 2016. That's not my favorite song, although it's a great song. I would put it top three on that album. But that song on there that that's called uh, Nothing Lasts Forever, where that line is – <laughs> just don't say for just don't say nothing because nothing lasts forever. I'm like, well, I, I literally that was that thing where I was driving around the other night listening to these two albums and I played that song over and over because the lines in that song are so great. So great. It's just so worried. It could have been sung in a different tempo. And I would have said those lines are so awesome. He's such a great songwriter, such a great songwriter. And plus, this album's got something for everyone because I mean, 2016. Oh, by the way. Sam Hunt can sing. That ballad will rip your heart. So it, It's uh, weird because he can write songs about his very personal life and make you feel like you're connected to it. Yeah, yeah. that's the best. Yeah. Yeah, Kev, and I think that's what, I think that's the same appeal of Ashley too. Kev, you know, you, I mean, that's a great songwriter. Have you spent more time with it, KJ? Yeah, a ton a ton of time with it. And and I really 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 enjoy the album. It is one of the most brutally honest albums I've ever heard anybody do where he just i mean he straight up says listen i was a complete 
I mean, I was a bad dude. Like, I mean, I screwed up a lot. I don't deserve to have this girl back in my life. But he also spent all of his time. You wonder why it took five and a half years to make a second album. It was because he was in so much turmoil, like trying to figure out how to get her back in his life. And once he did, he wanted to be with her and not do the music. Like it's, it's just one of the most honest albums I think I've ever heard. It's like, it's weird hearing someone say some of the stuff he says where you're like, wow, that is brutally honest and personal yet. We can all relate to it in some way, shape, or form with a mistake you've made or whatever whatever the case may be. And then, you know, there's also stuff on there like, you know, Ken Folks or there's the new, you know, Hard to Forget. Like there's the upbeat, fun songs that Sam is so good at as well. But, yeah, his lyrics are the, the they're unreal. For- I mean, he, he's, he's right up there with it. Him and Eric Church are my favorite two songwriters right now and have been for quite some time, and I don't see that changing. That hard to forget line is such a clever one where you're instead of you're playing hard to get, you're playing hard to forget. That's very yeah. clever. Yeah. But I want to ask you boys who are alive during this time and probably dating. Sam has a song on his album called yeah. Breaking Up in the Nineties. And it is all about <laughs> it is all about how in the nineties it had to be easier to break up with someone with the lack of, you know, social media and all that. Is it true? And I'm not gonna I'm just gonna randomly pick a name. TC, is it true that breaking up was easier in the 90s? Uh, you know what? I listened to that song a couple of times because he made some very valid points because he talks about I could just convince myself that you were at home and bed right. sleeping. Yep. And I, I, and you, honestly, when you broke up in the 90s, and I had a few, um, <laughs> you did that and you had to. You had to convince because you couldn't. You would rather not know like now, like literally you can try and avoid somebody because somebody will like you go through a breakup and now they're like unfollowing you and doing whatever. And um, but you'll still see them on like maybe their friends Instagram stories sure. or something. And you're like, oh, stab me in the heart. Because Basically, what you're saying is it's a lot easier to pick up your phone than it is to have to <laughs> got in your car and drive past their house. Yes. Jay. <laughs> well, yes, thank you. Brett Aikens had a song about it called That Ain't My Truck. Yep. That, that Ain't My Truck in Her Driveway. That's so, exactly it. Um, you know, so, or Joe Diffie had a great song. Who's that man yep. running my life? Because he drove by his uh, ex's house. There's a new guy hanging out there. You know, but you so. had to physically in the 90s. And then kids, back in our day, you had to get in your car yep. to find out if your, your ex was in a relationship <laughs> was, with someone else. It was yeah, I mean... And the line now in Sam's breaking up was easy in the 90s is, is I'm sick of sitting at the house dying on my phone. Yeah. That's I mean, the one. Yep. good Lord. We Anybody who's been through any sort of breakup, it's the most true thing ever. I'm tired of seeing pictures I don't want to see. Yep. Girl, you're everywhere, everywhere but behind me. <laughs> uh, yeah, boy. Yeah. See, I'm gonna get. Uh, we're way over. I'm gonna give you a break to catch your emotions back, and uh, and we'll, we'll try to keep. Happy time was open right now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh... <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels, Laurel, Kevin James, Laurel. The Jay and Kevin Show on the Big 99.9. Nine. Coyote Country.
All right, back here. Uh, everybody broadcasting from home. We're in four different locations today because TC has joined us like he usually does on a Tuesday. Uh, so TC's at his. Kevin's in Idaho hanging out with the girls. Slim's at home with his girls. And then uh, I'm at my house. So everybody's kind of in their own location today. So TC, thanks for being here, buddy. Good to have you. I love Tuesday mornings. TC, great. we did it last week here at the Widmer House. And if there's anyone I know who would embrace it still while quarantine, it would be you. Is Taco Tuesday still happening, my friend? Ooh. Uh, I made tacos on Sunday because I was craving them. Oh, so okay. um, We did the same thing, man. Did you on Sunday? Yeah. I, I, I just was like, I was a day where I was like my first day to kind of breathe a little bit. And I'm like, man, tacos sound good. My son was here, made him some tacos. They were so good. I just hadn't had tacos in a while, other than like a Taco Bell drive-thru a few, a few weeks ago. But, um, it, oh man, when you're craving tacos and you haven't had them in a while, so good. Even Can I better. ask you, uh, do you like the super overstuffed, big, fat taco that you maybe can only get one down of? Or are you more like the, I want to do three or four cigar thickness style? Uh, I love the uh, big overstuffed taco. Like, give me a flour tortilla, an oversized flour tortilla, and let me throw everything on there and then roll it up. Okay. All right. Kev, yeah. which are you? Yeah, I'm the big taco guy. If I'm okay. if I'm going to do it up, I want to try to do it up. Now, that depends. That has changed a little bit now because now when I eat a taco, I used – I switched to these low-sodium, uh, low-carb – wraps that i found and so the wraps are a little smaller so with those i don't care about eating the the tortilla as much so i go for more smaller and when i say small i still mean medium sized medium yeah, sized yeah you know a couple of them instead of one giant one but yeah in the day the big giant taco was my favorite so i am i am the smaller corn shells you know, it's like uh, it's almost like the street taco size corn shells. Oh yeah. Mm. But I want as much as I can fit into those, and I want to eat like five of them. But I, I do want to I want to overstuff the smaller shell. And yeah, I you're basically using a corn shell, a corn tortilla, as an extension of your hand, where you're just <laughs> dipping, all, putting all the stuff in it, and then just shoving it in your face. Sure, right? It's a spoon. Yeah, it's I'm a spoon. using it as a spoon. An edible spoon. Yep. Uh, that's, that's hilarious. I, I love that. Yep. You can have five, and, and you, I feel like that way I can kind of mix mix up the five of them a little bit. So on one, I can go really heavy salsa, and I can go no salsa on another one. But That's that's why I like doing the medium-sized ones, too, because I can mix it up like for that exact reason. Oh, and this one I'm going to have a little more jalapeno. This one I'm going to have a little less. This one I'm going to do a little bit more meat, a little less cheese, whatever, so I can have variety within the yeah. same meal. Yeah. TC, one of the things we discussed earlier today, and you can check it out on our Instagram, on Facebook, we talked about things we missed from before quarantine life. Are there a couple of things or anything that you have missed from yeah. life before all the <laughs> That was the saddest Yeah. Jeez, that one yeah, really made was. me sad. That was a real... See previous segment. <laughs> that was a real one. Oh, golly. Is there one that stands out more than the others? Uh, concerts. Uh, I mean, I guess that's pretty easy to say, but also family. I mean, I've got uh, six brothers and sisters and uh, all with kids. I miss my nieces and nephews um, yeah. being able to see them and, you know, say hi, see what's up with their life, you know. And uh, 
that's that's a tough one sometimes you know when i think that's a tough one for a lot of people not being able to see family right yeah yeah okay for sure you and uh uh, you know, I would say, like, I know you guys did three, right? I, I would say, honestly, you know what else I miss? I miss the National North just on a Friday or Saturday night. Heck uh, yeah. I, uh, so much fun out there, and I just can't wait to get back there. So. Okay. You tapped into something that I, I'd love to know from the three of you guys. It's a little a little mental exercise for you. TC, you do you are a concert aficionado, and it's, uh, it's mm-hmm. amazing. You don't miss a concert. You'll go to any – I feel like you'll go to any concert. Like, you love live music. So let me ask you boys this. You get, from the day that the quarantine, the stay-at-home is done, you get one calendar year where you are going to travel with a band or artist, and you are going to go on tour with them. You're not going to perform. You're just going to hang. You're going to be like the cameraman in Tiger King, just hanging out. (laughs) So you get one established artist and one up-and-comer, and and you are on Mm -hmm. tour with both of them for a year. Who are you choosing to go on tour with? Who wants to go first? Kenny Chesney. Oh, it's so good, Jay. It's such a good answer. Big stadium parties. Um, and when he's not touring, there's a lot of islands and boats. <laughs> so true. Oh, yeah. Um, for me, I was going to say Kenny Chesney is mine, too, just for that same reason, the stadium party thing. Um uh, up and comers. I mean, I would say Parmalee, but I'd probably die. Yeah, or, you would. Um, <laughs> yes, you would. Morgan Wallen. Yeah. You'd have the same answer, though. Same answer. Oh, yeah, I probably would. I, I like that Morgan Wallen because he does a lot of fun stuff outside of like he, he does a lot of stuff on Instagram and and things like that. His life looks like it'd be fun to hang with for a year. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Morgan looks just a good time, right? Like he's the guy that would like, hey, let's uh, after the show play some flip cup. Yeah, so, yeah. I'd be and like, the, I'm in. The Kenny Chesney Kenny Chesney answer is fun because you do get those big concerts, but like Jay said, the other times you're going to go to a lot of sporting events. Yep. And I feel like you're going to go to a lot of beaches, a lot of sunshine. KJ, who you taking? Man, it's really tough. You know, I love Eric Church so much, and as cool as that seems, I don't know. If, I don't know how I would do on the road with Eric. Like if we would be, uh, I don't, he's really close, but I, I'm going to give it to Garth actually because of just all the stuff he does. And I feel like somehow Garth would be like best. You'd just be best friends with him. Does that make sense? Like yeah, he'd just, make you part of the family. That's for sure. Yeah, he you wouldn't just be just like a TV up- camera guy at that point being part of his family and i think i'm too much of a fan of eric that i would just be maybe like annoying fanboy to him the whole time <laughs> and so that's not cool so I, i'm gonna go with garth for that and then for the new artist this is a, a weird one but it's 100 i've decided it when i was in nashville this last year uh, i'll go with morgan evans morgan evans uh morgan evans is australian first of all that's fun how many people wish they had an australian friend oh my gosh oh everyone so, I would Everybody. go with Morgan Evans. Um, he was at, Na- at Nashville North, and I talked to him for like, you know, I don't know, 30 minutes. And he was just, uh, beautiful day, hey? Just every way he says, everything he says, it makes me excited. Oh, and by and the way, his wife would be hanging around Kelsey. There Bell. it is. But I mean, it just, so you get a du- you get double famous, and I get double famous with Garth and Trisha, too. Yeah, you do. Ooh, way to, I like that. Way, way to get in on that one, the double dipping. Wow. Yeah, well, same with Chesney, Renee Zellweger, heard the, of it. The, yeah, the food is going to be great on the Garth 
off days. Taco oh, Bell. True. Like you're going to get, well, you are going to get that. And then you're going to get Trisha's cooking. That oh. is a big win. Yes. That's a good call. Jeez. Uh, who would you take slim? Uh, you know what? Now that Sam hunt has new music, I think I'm choosing him. I think that'd be really fun to go on his tour. Also, I feel like there would be a lot of sports. And judging by all the videos he posts, there would be a lot of weird four-wheeling and stuff. Yep. Yes. I think that would be I think that would be really, really fun. The new artist. Do you think you'd is, get over the feeling inferior as a man? <laughs> I don't think well, we not, can go to break a better unless way. Unless he chose Ingrid Andrus. Also, by the way, if you want to feel like a man, you should hang out with Luke Bryan because I'm pretty sure that guy's got every toy there is. Yeah, that would be awesome. He uh, got a lot of toys. Uh, new, uh, new artist, I, I'd have to think about it. I don't know. I don't. I would have to go through the new artist list to see who I would actually want for that. I'm sure I could find someone. The Morgan Wallen one, TC, just because I like his music. But <laughs> I'm also terrified that like at some point I would blow a hand off with a firework. <laughs> after playing flip cup yeah <laughs> so oh, my beer watch this oh my gosh uh all right on the way we'll do our final thoughts hold on final thoughts with tc 